Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. My health record are three words that have dominated the news this week, but what is it and what do parents need to know? Every single Australian who doesn't want their medical records stored on a national database will have to opt out. Joining us now on the line to explain is ABC online technology reporter, Ariel Bogle. Hi, Ariel. How are you? Hi, I'm well, thank you. That's good. Now, I know this is a very basic question. What is my health record? What does it do? Sure. So my health record is intended as an online database for you to store, you know, documents relating to you or your child's health. So when you when you sign up for a My Health Record, you're given the chance to sign up to upload about two years worth of Medicare or prescription data as well as details about immunizations and maybe your choices around organ donation. So that's just some of the data that might be in there. You know, mm-hmm. ongoing, you can talk to your doctor about uploading a summary of you or your child's health you know, test results, other things, discharge papers. It's really meant to be a repository of documents about your health, but it's not quite the same as your doctor's notes or it's not a comprehensive picture of your health that can be relied on on in every medical situation. Right, because that was, to me, the benefit. Because recently um, my father had an accident in another state um, and he he's a bit older, so he's got um, other health conditions. And I... At the time, um, it was all really confusing. Like the the communication wasn't great, and they had to. Um, my mum had to call me in the middle of the night, and we were all very worried about how his um, different health conditions were going to be handled by a doctor that wasn't his doctor, wasn't his specialist. And so, when um, people started talking about my health record, I thought, well, I can see that that would be a really great thing. But you're saying it's not a complete health picture. Do you think this? would have helped in that situation? You know, if you're in another state, something happens to your loved one. Is that how it's meant to work? Yeah, I mean, in that situation, it could definitely have been a lot of help given if uh, you, uh, your father had had all the documents there ready to be looked at. You know, it really relies on you developing and advocating a relationship with your doctor or specialist around exactly what's uploaded there. You know, making sure that if you do have specific allergies, say, to penicillin, that those details are in there. And at the same time, you know, maybe there are test results that you're uncomfortable with having um, there visible to other doctors. You know, these are the kinds of questions that people will have to ask if they decide to have a My Health record over the next three months. Questions they'll need to ask their doctors when they see them to make sure that the right information is there that will help them in an emergency like that or to keep data out of there that they're uncomfortable with. Now, that's the thing I think most people are worried about is uh, potential privacy breaches of information. Um, what are the problems with my health record with regards to privacy? Sure. Well, I think the first thing to point out is that anything that's online is it's impossible to say that it's 100% invulnerable, that it's 100% safe. That's just the unfortunate reality of the internet these days. We've seen plenty of data breaches, you know, from Target to Ticketek. You know, they can't guarantee that your data will never leak. That's one thing. You know, there is risk of hacking or leaks. The other thing that privacy advocates uh, point to is the fact that this database makes your data more accessible to more people. 
So there is a risk there, like there is at hospitals currently, that doctors could be looking at files that are not for patients they're actually treating. So that's another thing people can be concerned about. And the, the, the additional point here is that this data may be used for secondary purposes in a few years' time. So what that means is data that is pulled together, aggregated, potentially anonymized, might be shared with you know, health researchers or even pharmaceutical companies to give them an idea of the Australian health picture. Some people are uncomfortable with that. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I can totally appreciate that, particularly having it um, available to pharmaceutical companies. Uh, I can see a huge issue with that. Um, with regards to the access to information, I had heard that, for example, my physio might have access to notes my psychologist has made, which I wouldn't think was necessary or appropriate. Is that the case or is that not right? So this is one of those sticky questions around my health record. And the first thing to note is that it's only available to be accessed by registered health providers at registered health provider organizations. So that's one safeguard there. But one thing that people are very concerned about is that by default, your records, any records that are in there are available to your health providers. So you can choose to go log on to my health record and put some privacy controls in place. One of those is an access code. You can set up a code that goes over the whole account and you can give that code only to doctors who you want to see your records. Additionally, you can just put a code over specific documents and give that code only to certain people. And it's important to note too that you can tick a box to opt out of those secondary uses we were just discussing. But this really puts the onus on you or you as a parent to make those choices. And that's something that people are really concerned about, that these aren't in place by default. And given the fact that the government will, government will automatically give a health record to everybody who has an opt-out, there are concerns that a lot of people just won't even know about those access controls. Maybe they'll never even log on and look at their record and see what's in it. So there is concern that people's data might be seen by people they wouldn't be comfortable with, but they'll just not really be aware of what's available to them or what's going on. Um, can you talk to me a bit about children, Ariel? Because um, I was trying to remember, I do remember being asked if I wanted my kids to have a My Health record. They're four and six now. I can't even remember what I said at the time. I thought, oh, that sounds good. Like I want them to be able to have comprehensive health care. If they go to one practitioner or another, I want them to know what their history is. What's the situation with children? Because I've heard that some people are trying to opt out their toddlers and they're not able to. Yes, it's an interesting question. I've been speaking to a few different people that went to opt out only to find that they already had a record. And it looks like that has happened for some parents too when it comes to their kids. So, you know, Australians will have a record created for them uh, or for their children if they haven't opt out, opted out. Uh, newborns and, you know, new immigrants to Australia will have the chance to choose to opt out uh, when they set up their Medicare card. So that's, the few, you know, if you're having children down the line, you will have the choice, the chance to opt your child out then. But, you know, at this point, um, I think people are having a bit of trouble from time to time logging on to MyGov and re opting out for kids that are maybe on their Medicare card. But you should have that option to opt your child out if they're under 18 and likewise to set one up if you think it's the best for you and for them. And, uh, I mean, look, I don't know if you're able to say this, um, but on balance, do you think it's a good plan to, to have a My Health um, report, a re record, I should say, online? 
Well, I think that it's really up to you and your particular health circumstances because it is a kind of risk balance that you have to decide. Is it more beneficial for you to have all your documents in one place? Do you have a complex condition that requires a lot of communication between different doctors and specialists? You know, that's something to think about. But you do have to weigh it up, just like anything you do online, any use of an online platform where you store your personal information. And ask yourself, what would it be like if that information got out, if it was read by someone you didn't want it to be read by, or even worse, if it was sort of let loose on the internet. Like, I don't want to scare anyone, but that is a possibility in some circumstances. So I think everybody needs um, to weigh that up over the next three months and make the decision that works best for them and their family. If people decide right now they want to opt out, what do they do? You can do it online um, by going to My Health Record um, and you can also opt out over the phone. There's a phone line that's available. And I think in rural and regional areas particularly, there are paper forms available at local post offices and places like that. Well, Ariel, thank you so much for uh, explaining all that to us. No, thank you. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.